The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter will be a forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. This is Making Life Brighter Radio. My name is Winifred Adams, and we have a very special guest today with us. I want to introduce you to someone that you probably already know by name, but someone that's influenced us across the board with her music, and she is known as perhaps the world's greatest percussionist and drummer, and you will soon see her book on shelves everywhere. You have probably already heard her latest album, and hopefully soon, coming at the end of the month, you can go to her brand new club, introducing the fabulous, the one and only, Miss Sheila E. Welcome, Sheila. Thank you very much. This is such a pleasure to have you here today. This is amazing. You know, I've always said to people that this show is a diverse show fe- featuring mostly healing and health. But the one thing that people say to me is, why do you have music on the show? And I said, <laughs> I have music on the show because music is the single greatest, most powerful agent in the world to move people to feel better in an instant. Amen. And there is nobody that knows that better than you. <laughs> That's the well. A lot of people do know, and music is healing. Are you kidding? Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing to be able to have music, like in a sense, in my back pocket. But that's something that God has given me, and that gift of music to be able to create, but also it, it being a blessing to me to be able to bless other people. And and music is a, a is something that's very healing. I mean, it brings you to a place of. You know, either it can make you happy, sad, you know, it can comfort you, um, but music is healing. And it's universal, and you don't need to speak the language. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) You have such a gift and such a talent, and you grew up in a family of music in the Bay Area, is that right? Yes. You, your family and your father. I saw you recently at your birthday party at the Conga Room, and that was amazing. Oh, was, you were there that night. That's I awesome. was. It was so good. Wasn't that and a fun party? <laughs> that was such a fun party, and wow, you delivered all the way through, and you received. And that was what was so cool about it is, you know, some people just give, but you can do both. You give and you receive, even in your playing I mean, you really go both ways. So Yeah, I do. I love giving. And, you know, as much as I give, I mean, even more so, if you can imagine my my receiving people, what they give back to me is even double or even more than what I give to them. And I don't even know how that happens because I know I give a lot. But, man, my fans and my friends and, you know, people that give back to me, that's why I love doing it. It's just it's amazing. I mean, it's emotional. It's 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 my whole it's everything about me is about giving and giving and giving. And when I receive back, it just you know it's overwhelming the the response that people give back to me. And I just it, 
I really, sometimes there's no words. I, I end up standing there just crying going, thank you. I don't even know how to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is so beautiful. What, what an amazing gift, especially after the struggles you've been through throughout your life and your career. And, you know, that night at the conga room on your birthday, when you finished an amazing solo, the what I'll call the Sheila E. signature solo, you stood up, and as usual, you pointed up. You pointed up toward God. And, you know, you'd have to be, like, completely numb not to feel the chill go through your whole body at that moment. <laughs> it was like an electric cord. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I um, God gets the glory. He really does. And it's uh, at the end to just acknowledge you know, where I get the gift from, who I serve, and why I love him so much to, to, to give me something as great as music. Um, I'm so grateful and thankful for that. And uh, at the end, you know, sometimes, it, again, giving him honor, you know, I, I just, that's the absolutely, absolutely special time for me. You lose yourself in it, and yeah, you've done absolutely. that your whole career. Absolutely. You, you've you've got such a light within you that that comes out when you get up there when you get near <laughs> drums or percussion instruments. It's like oh boy, like someone flips a switch and all of a sudden, you, you know how people say uh, some people are channels or mediums. You are that for God's light through your Aww, hands. Thank you, truly, because you touch people all over. And again, you don't need a language to understand it. You just need to feel it. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Drumming and percussion is primal. It goes straight to the heart. Yeah, it does. It really affects, does. affects the soul. And, you know, that night was so cute because you brought your parents up and you had all your good friends there and uh, you had sort of the the super group. <laughs> well, you never, you never know who's going to show up. I mean, it was so funny. You know, you, you send out an email, you send some texts, you... You don't tweet about it, Facebook, whatever, social media, and you tell your friends and your fans and family, and, you know, you never know who's going to show up. Every It's always different. You never know. And so when I find out if someone's there, it's like, okay, come on stage. You know, it's fun to bring people on stage. And, of course, my parents, Lucy and Ricky, I've got to get them up. At, you know, they're, <laughs> they're the, uh, the icing on the cake for me to have my parents still alive, loving each other like they do, still married 58 years, you know, uh, that's huge, and and they still love and enjoy life, as you can see or you saw on stage. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they love to dance and play. My dad thinks he's a comedian now. I don't know where that came from. And uh, <laughs> so he was so cute. They were so cute, really. Oh my God, they're so funny. Yeah, you have a gift, and really, the gift came from their nurturing and your family dynamic, which was all about music, but. All together. I mean, you did everything together. Yeah, and yes. that's so rare today. In today's it world, is. we're we're disjointed, and you're seeing that when you go out and you know work with the kids through your foundation, the Elevate Hope Foundation, and you're doing your ministry with music around you know around the globe, really. So, tell us a little bit about that foundation because I know that's really dear to you. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Elevate Hope. I started with my friend Lynn Mabry, probably I don't know, maybe ten or twelve years ago. Uh, might have been longer than that, but uh, we started that long ago by just, you know, every time we went to a city I was performing, I wanted to auction off or sell or give away uh, my drums or percussion or a cymbal or anything, uh, my snare drum, a pedal, sticks, whatever I could find to give away, I would give, uh, you know, or sell like auction off so that the money, wherever city, what city we would play in, 
uh, we would give the money to a facility that we would find in that city that would, you know, take some money from us to help any of the kids in, in foster care. And so we continued to do that for years, and then we decided, you know what, let's just get a 501c3 and do this, you know, make it legit. Um, and so things changed. You know, we started now we're 501c3. Oh, we can call some of our celebrity friends to help and absolutely people have come out to help us. And what we do is we we raise money um, and we buy instruments, uh, musical instruments. We buy anything with the arts, video, audio, studios, um, computers, workstations for the kids. Um, and we use music and arts as therapy to help the kids in foster care, and that's where we kind of started. But then we noticed that the need was so great, and especially even now, um, the public schools, um, for a long time it's gotten worse, but the public schools have now taken out all of the uh, creative arts and, you know, the things that kids really look forward to, the arts and um, music. So... We started now uh, helping other, you know, schools, not just foster care, but now public schools and helping putting music and arts back in the schools. And uh, with Elevate Hope, we are starting to partner with other people. Like, you can go on to elevatehope.org, and if you'd like to partner with us, it would be awesome. Uh, we know that we, we, we need a village, and we can't do this alone. And so we're asking for other opportunities, you know, whether it be other companies or, you know, someone who has the same vision and wants to help kids. Uh, we want to raise money to get, you know, we, we've, we've even helped uh, pay for uh, some of the teachers, you know, to have teachers in some of these schools or to pay some of their salary if they're, because of budget cuts, they're not making enough money and, and to help them to even stay to uh, work with the kids after school, whatever needs to happen. Uh, we're trying to do that. So, that uh, anyone, yeah, anyone can help, but that's what we're doing. Is So now we also started Elevate Oakland, and we're going to start elevating any city that would like to have us. Oh, yeah. Well, hear that, everybody across the globe, because you too can participate in the ElevateHopeFoundation.org, and you can partner up, or if you know somebody that would like to partner up to a great cause, because we are losing our arts and our sports. And, you know, even in Malibu, can you believe this? In public school in Malibu, California, they wanted to take out the school nurse. And I wrote a letter and I said, I'm not even a parent. I don't even have a kid, but I basically see all the kids here for healing. And I, I said, that's crazy. You can't do wow. that. Wow. Can you believe that? You can have a school nurse. She's going to be on page. I'm like, no, 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 no. Wow. This is, this is that, that's crazy because there's a lot of money in this city. And sure. You know, people, it's funny because I find that the real money usually comes in from people that are working hard all the time and that actually don't have a lot to give, and exactly. yet they still give. Correct. I What's agree. Up with that? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, we, want, we, we need help from the companies. We need help from, uh, you know, major entrepreneurs and, and people that have money that can help us, you know, help facilitate and put back into the community. It's very interesting and interest, interesting because <clears throat> some of the um, schools in Oakland, California, in the Bay Area that we're also assisting, we wanted to go back to, that's where I was born and raised, but to go back there to help our community. And we've been doing this for 30 years at least, if not more than that. Uh, but because it's gotten worse, it's hard to e- harder to even keep track 
the schools are with no money are separating into smaller schools or get they're getting rid of schools and the 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 thing that's interesting is that a lot of these companies and corporations are partnering together to open up these bigger new facilities for kids for either a community based with the kids that are coming out of or not even coming in it's kind of like a prison like facility for the the kids from 14 on to 17 who, you know, don't have a home as opposed to helping or not even having a home. I love that they're doing it, but when I ask for money to partner with these these companies to help us, to help the, the students that are already in dire need that are in a situation now that these schools are, are, are falling apart, they would rather let those fall apart and do something new as opposed to helping you know, and, and it's interesting that they, it's easier for them to not get involved in something that we, we don't want to help that school. We would rather just do something new. And it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to hear that. Yeah, it's hard because, you know, basically they want control of whatever they're going to put, exactly. put their money into. And you know what? That's not where we're headed. And I know you feel that. I know basically after reading your book and just, you know, following your career, we we know inherently as people that are spiritually mature out there how to band together and pull together and do something together instead of it being all about somebody and something like a corporation for example in this case i mean it Correct. just takes it just takes a, a joining and yes, so absolutely for all of you out there that want to join in and help Sheila and um is Lynn still part of it yes absolutely Lynn Mabry Great. So if you want to help Sheila and Lynn and you want to do something amazing in your community, you go to elevatehope.org and you can check it all out there. You can also go to SheilaE.com and we're going to be right back with more Sheila E right here on Making Life Brighter Radio. And you can find us on MLB Radio on Twitter and follow us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter. This is Winifred Adams and stay tuned for more Sheila E coming right up. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Making life brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit MakingLifeBrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.MakingLifeBrighter.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. This is Winifred Adams, and I have the special and one and only Sheila E. here today. You can go to SheilaE.com to find out all about Sheila E. if you don't know who she is already. And if you don't, shame on you because you need to know. She is the one of the world's and I think the world's greatest female drummer and percussionist that ever lived. And she has given us not only her heart and soul through her music, but she's now written a book and an amazing memoir called The Beat of My Own Drum. And this book highlights her entire life story, which is not only inspirational, but it showcases abuse that she endured, as well as her her journey through the music industry, which is no easy task and certainly not one as a female. So, Sheila, we were just talking about your Elevate Hope Foundation in the last segment, and I'd love to really dive right into this book. It's an amazing read, and I recommend everybody go out and get it. And you can go to SheilaU.com. Yeah, it's fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. You were prompted to write this book when you were making your latest album, Icon. Is that right? It's kind of, it's a little bit backwards. Um, I started to write the book in my 30s and uh, because my friend had suggested to me, you know, why don't you share your testimony and we can share it at Bible study. And I thought, uh, I don't think so. Um, I ended up <laughs> sitting for two hours and just writing whatever was on my heart. <clears throat> and two hours later, I stopped and I read, started to read back what I had written and it just broke my heart and I didn't realize all of the hurt that I had been carrying and things that just, you know, and that was the beginning process for me of my healing was once I started letting these things out and just writing about it and talking about it, uh, it began the healing process. And, and I realized the more that I shared, the more that I not only uh, helped others, but realized that I was not the only one. Uh, and I think that's the part of it is like we, we we put ourselves in a place that we think that we're the only one that has been abused or raped in, or uh, anything, mentally, spiritually, physically. Um, and, and so when you carry it, we walk around, you carry the shame, the hurt, the guilt. Um, it puts you in a place of, you know... Um, of not being healthy, not being whole, and and not living your fullest life and what your purpose is, and because you're walking around in things that are not of good, of goodness, and so when you walk around with these things that are very toxic in your body, it creates all kind of things. It creates disease, and it creates you know being angry or an emotional or ups and downs, and what's going on, and uh, you know you're not living your truest fullest life. So uh, absolutely, once I started sharing, I realized that, wow, this is the best thing I could have ever done. And God started showing me just and revealing to me just so many things to me that I had no idea. I was like, wait a minute, we're putting this puzzle together and pieces were missing. And I, it was just an amazing process. So once I started writing the book, um, in the midst of writing the book, I thought, wait a minute, you know, this is a book that I'm writing. First of all, I'm used to writing lyrics to a song, telling stories that's maybe three and a half to six minutes long, and there's music behind it. And writing the book, 
midway, you know, I, I looked at this like, wait a minute, this story that I'm telling right now should be a song. At the beginning of writing the book, I thought this is going to be one, one long story, one long song, one long lyric that has no music to it. How do I write something that doesn't have any music to it? And in the midst of writing the book, the more I felt there was a flow of undertone of music throughout because I can then visually see as I was telling the story because I had to go to these places to figure out, wait, how did I really feel? What really happened? And a lot of it had to do with the glasses that I was wearing at the time, you know, and those glasses and that person doesn't exist anymore because I've changed and I've grown, which thank God I have, and mm-hmm. not stayed the same person that I was. But the only way to grow is to allow change and to not stay in the same place. We've got to move. We've got to allow change to happen. And people are afraid of that. So the more that I did that, I start realizing these stories need to be song. Well, then I can write a song about it. Um, (laughs) I started looking back. uh, Once I started realizing I'm going to write some of these songs, I look back in my list of, you know, of archival, you know, let me look and see. And I'm looking, there were no titles. Some had half of a title. Some had a number on it. You know, and I started listening, and I noticed that five years before I had written the book, there were at least seven songs that were written that were perfect. Like, I couldn't have—they were, they were perfect for the book. Not only that, it just— complimented what I had just written, and the song was already done five uh-huh. years before I had written the book. And I was just going, God, you are so amazing. I can't <laughs> believe it. Like, the, the timing was perfect in the way that it happened. You know, I, um, I couldn't have planned it any other way. God orchestrated it the way that it was supposed to happen. It was just so amazing, and it made me more happy and, and more excited about you know, finishing the book, getting it done, and it's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to do the record, you know, and I'm going to do the record this way. I'm going to go back to Oakland. We got a studio. We recorded all the band hadn't heard half of the songs, if if maybe two or three, but I played them the demos of, of just a scratch vocal with a guitar, you know, um, uh, and some of the songs that I written with, with other people that I went to Nashville to write, and um, those songs were just perfect, and so... They heard the songs for the first time in the studio. I said, "Listen to it." They wrote out what key it was. I hadn't even I didn't even remember what key anything was. And <laughs> I said, "Okay, we're going to do it this way." We set up the 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 room, um, the recording studio, so that my drums were set up. I could visually see everyone. I was able to talk to everyone. And I said, "We're just going to play everything down." The whole band. We recorded everything live. Yes. Um, I, yes. Oh, it was awesome. Recorded everything live. We did all the tracks in three days. We had a blast. And and that's what's so amazing. It's like, you know, the way that things had happened and the way that it was orchestrated and the way that things had come together, it was just, it was something I Mm -hmm. I hadn't felt in a long time. I didn't realize, first of all, that it had been 12 or 13 years since I'd done a record. I've been very busy in doing things and and I didn't know I hadn't written a record in a long time. So it's like, I have to write this record. It goes with the book, you know. Um, so the whole process of it came together in a great way. And uh, it was just meant to be. And it, it was amazing. And, and, I mean, kudos to everyone, blessings to everyone who was involved. It's just not just me. It takes a village. It's the people that I worked with prior to. 
it was my sister-in-law, Sarah, who sat down and said, you know what, I'm going to sit down with you if you want to do it. Just talk to me and tell me your stories, and I'll just type everything out on the computer. You'll have it, a manuscript put together. And she spent a year with me, and it took a year. It actually did. And there were times where I was exhausted, and she'd call me, all right, after the show, you're, you know, you're getting in your hotel room, get something to eat real quick. I said, I have to change my clothes. i got to take a shower. I'm exhausted. You have 15 minutes? All right, 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean, it didn't matter. Wherever we could take time to try to make this uh, happen and do it in, in the best way we could, it, it wasn't definitely wasn't easy, but oh, it was so well worth it, and I could actually say that it got done, and uh, I'm really proud of it. it. It took a lot of people, though. It wasn't just me, and it was Simon & Schuster, and it was all my friends and my fans and the family, you know, allowing me to speak with them about certain things, and then my band coming together and uh, everything. Everyone did so much to help me to put the book and the uh, the CD together, you know, everyone that spent time with me, and, um, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot. Well, it's well worth it for sure because the book is absolutely fantastic. It's a wonderful read, and it really showcases your emotions from all perspectives, and you're so... Uh, neutral and even as you write it, you can tell that you've gone through all these things, but that you're you're healing, you've been healed. There's so many layers of the healing that come through on that, and your gratitude is apparent in everything that you write about. And that is so refreshing. It's so nice, and it's it's something that anybody can get a great message out of and take forward with inspiration. I'm, I'm certain of that. Thank you. Thank you. Really, it is, it's a wonderful read, and I recommend everybody go get a copy of Sheila E.'s book, The Beat of My Own Drum, and you can go to her website at SheilaE.com, and also you can see that it, it's purchased, uh, you can purchase it rather on Amazon.com and Barnes and & Noble and just about every major retailer. So that is just fantastic. Now, <laughs> the fact that you recorded the album live, which is so rare today that people actually do that all, you know, just record it down <laughs> get together and yeah. do it like it used to be done. And yeah. um, you, Icon is the name of the album. And uh, Icon, what would you call it? How would you describe Icon compared to your other music? Um, well, definitely, uh, again, I've, I, thank God I've grown as an artist. Thank God I've grown as a musician and a person um, because in the growth comes bigger and greater things. Um, I, I never put myself in a box. I always try to stretch myself to a place that I've never done or, or accomplished or, you know, my bucket list of things. Uh, greatly enough, it, it continues to grow and I get to check things off. And I think that if I didn't write things down and look at things that I would like to accomplish, I wouldn't have grown. So um, musically, it's changed, absolutely. Stories that I, I write about and co-write with others, uh, stories have changed. You know, perspective of, of life when you get older, that changes. Um, you appreciate, you know, time. Um, you, repre- you, you appreciate every single moment. Uh, you're in the present more often than none. Um, when before, it's like you're always searching and reaching and going. You're chasing. You, I, I don't chase anymore, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and which is great because I appreciate what I have right now, no matter what it may be, good or bad. I appreciate it, and I'm thankful and grateful. Um, the, the style you, of it is, is... Yeah, 
and the style of it, and, and b- believe it or not, I think I've gotten better <laughs> as I'm a sure musician. I mean, better. I listen to some of the things that I've done. I can't do them the same way, but I do them differently in a way that I think is better. But my heart is bigger, and yeah. my heart, everything that I do is from my heart. And I've always been like that, but more, even more so now. Um, uh, t- tomorrow's not promised, so like whatever you know this this record represents represents of me uh it's a part of the book that I couldn't do all of it, but it it showcases me in a way as being the musician that if you ever forgot I played, you'll never forget because <laughs> I start out with a conga solo at mm-hmm. the beginning of the album, and it's called Butterfly, which because you've written You've read the book, you know that butterfly means something to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I started with butterfly. I started with a conga solo because, um, which no one will probably ever do, but I I uh, put together the, the, the instruments to play all the instruments. But then when I did my solos on this record, that solo that you hear on, on especially that one, but it meant something to start with the conga solo. I did a one-take solo on all my solos, so when you hear me playing a solo, there was no punching on the solo. It was a one-take. Whatever it was is what I kept. I didn't punch in to change a hit here or there or to make it perfect to say, man, no, no one, I think I could do better. There was no better. I grew up playing as a musician with my dad, and he always taught me to go out and just play, give your 150%. You only get one chance. It's that that first impression of what you feel, and when you do it that first time, when you give all that you can give, that emotion comes through. After a while, you start changing it. You start thinking about it. Then you change it. Then you overthink. Then you overproduce, (laughs) and you over... And then it becomes a, a thing of... Yeah, that's, that's really good, but where's the emotion? Well, I just punched everything out. It, there is no emotion anymore because technically it's right, but emotionally it's not. So yeah. why? And you know what? In? We're going to be right back with more yes. Sheila E, and we're going to have her finish that thought when we come right back because <laughs> she's right in the heart of it, and this is so important to this album. So keep keep with us. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Sheila E here. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health & Wellness. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit makinglifebrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. This is Winifred Adams with Making Life Brighter Radio. And today we have Sheila E. And she's been talking to us about her new book, Beat of My Own Drum, and her latest album, Icon. And she was just sharing with us how she recorded it and how when you get into it, you are so in the middle of it. And it doesn't matter if you're um, not perfect, because when you are not perfect, you are perfect. And she was just describing how when she gets into it, she did all these songs on Icon with sort of a one take, and she's actually doing it better than she ever thought she would have before. So Sheila, I wanted to continue that stream of consciousness, because it was so powerful about your making of that album. Yeah, I, I just, you know, taking what my dad taught me early on was to go and give that 150%. You know, you give all that you give at that time. You know, when you love what you do and when you say you're going to do something and, you know, you put yourself in that place, you lose yourself in that place because you're giving so much. You kind of don't remember, you know, what's happening. I, when, I, when I do my best solos in playing, those are the times that I don't remember what I played because it wasn't something that I... Uh, tried to orchestrate in a way that it was technically right. What I did was I played from my heart, and whatever comes out, that moment that that happens, you're doing something that's totally different. You're not repeating yourself. You're doing something that's different because you're allowing to to just let go and let whatever happens happens in that moment and being present in that time. And it's just really amazing to be in that place. And that's what got me started um, playing music because I wasn't going to play music. I was an athlete. I was like my mom. I was, I was, you know, running <laughs> track. You're an Olympic runner. <laughs> oh, yeah, Olympic runner. That's all I wanted was a gold medal. And I was training for the Olympics, and that's what I wanted to do. But this one show that I do with my dad at 15, his percussion player got sick. He was signed to CBS with uh, a band called Azteca, him and my uncle, and uh, with Clive Davis, the famous Clive Davis, and they were out with Temptations and all kind of people, Stevie Wonder. And um, and his percussion player got sick. I said, Pops, let me play. He first said no and then uh, decided to let me do it. And that one time was that moment of my dad turning to me at that moment and saying, you know, play from your heart. You know, I started playing, closed my eyes, and it was a... I went to a place I felt I felt spiritually that I had never gone before and never experienced and it was almost like an out of body experience where my I looked like I felt like I was looking down on myself playing and watching everyone and it was just so it was again nothing that I'd never experienced before and when I opened my eyes I didn't even realize that anyone was in a room I didn't I don't remember uh, people standing there um, and me playing with the band, all of a sudden I opened my eyes and then it was like I heard everything 
come back into my head like I heard the music and then the applause and then it was a big uproar and it's just like ah, you know it just got loud and I I had chills from the my fingertips to my head to my toes and because I had given all that I could give I there was no more for me to give because I was in that place that it took everything that I had to do that when I opened my eyes and I felt what had happened, it was the, my whole body started. I had chills. I was shaking. I wanted to cry. I, I was just everything in me was that in that moment of every emotion that you could feel. Like I wanted to laugh, cry. I just like scared. I was nervous. <laughs> butterflies. It, it was everything, and it was all built up in one emotion. And I just looked at pops, and then after, you know. We hugged each other. We cried, and and I said, "Pops, this is what I want to do. I want to play music. Music put me in that place, and I just thought, if this what is what heaven feels like for me, <laughs> if this is what heaven feels like, yeah. I want to feel like I'm in heaven, heaven every single day." And that's when I knew. That's when I knew that the, it wasn't just about me. It was the picture was b- way bigger than just me. It was. Oh, yeah. It was like encompassing the the entire universe it was it was big and i just wanted to do that every day oh well what a gift and a blessing that you you did and you know people say it takes 10,000 hours to perfect something well you've put in more than your 10,000 hours and <laughs> i can't imagine how many hours you've actually spent if you were to add it all up playing you know i mean yeah. you you've literally played your whole life You've, yeah. you it's so many hours. What did your parents say when you became a superstar and it was evident that now you're at that level? You know, what did what did they do when you reached that level, the pinnacle at first when your song was number 1 and everything was happening and it blew up? What happened? Um I don't know because sometimes I mean it was a scary moment because you you kind of wish that that's what you, where you would like to be uh successfully and you know having people sing a song that you've written and created and and then you see a whole audience of people now dressing like you and they want to emulate you know, or you know they're your fans and they want to take pictures and and I've been in that environment most of my life because of my dad having his band, being with Santana, playing with so many different artists. We kind of grew up in that environment. Um, when it actually happens to you, you just kind of get overwhelmed going, this this is kind of crazy. Um, and this is back before, you know, uh, cell phones, like were the thing to take pictures and videotape everyone and social media and you know, I, I it it was like I couldn't go anywhere. I you know I had security around me constantly, and you know if I tried to go to the mall or a store, I mean, I mean literally hundreds of people would just come bombarding me and put, you know trying to get next to me and taking you know grabbing my hair, and my clothes, trying to take something away. I mean it was it was unbelievable. Um, Did your parents reach out to you and and tell no, you? No, they were with. They were with me part of the time, and they just couldn't believe it. It's just like this is crazy. Like, be you know, be careful and make sure you know, you're someone's always with you. I mean, it was more like protection. Um, and that was a moment that I, you know, after a while, I just kind of said, I think this is too much. This is really not the way I'd like to totally live my life. Uh, I t- I walked away from it after. I don't know, years later, I walked away and just said, I just want to go play music. It's gotten so big that 
I, I'm not enjoying it. I, I want to go back to the music part, the part, the foundation part of where I enjoyed playing what I was doing, you know, playing the music and, yeah. and yeah. being able, and I felt that that was being taken away because it was more about, and again, that part of the social media part of, of uh, you know, well, it's I, I like don't know. You, just, you were in the forefront. You're a superstar. You, yeah. And yet, at the same time, what's so unique about you is that you are the best at your craft as a female in the industry. And I stress that female and you do in your book as well. And people don't realize that who aren't in the music industry that don't realize that the fight for the female to get to a place without all the male influence, stopping it or whatever, (laughs) controlling it maybe. But in this case, like you stand behind people and support people at the same time you stand out in front and you can be the leader. It's such a beautiful gift to be able to do both. And you do both so flawlessly. Well, thank you. I appreciate being in both places and I, and I, I love being behind the scenes and I love supporting and creating and help to mentor, build someone else up. I, that's, I get a kick out of that. I really do. It's a lot of fun. And you Um, had those kids there on, on your birthday party. Tell us more about the kids. Uh, they're called the Monster Kids, and we're probably going to do a lot with them, a television show and things like that. And, um, you know, we're going to maybe do a DVD, some music. We're going to do a lot with them. They're very talented kids. Um, we met them years, a couple years or so ago, and um, they're just really amazing. They're beautiful people. Uh, they're born in Chicago. And they were homeless about three years ago. They lived in their yeah. their car. I mean, it, their story is amazing, and I, I really want to do something um, for These them. These kids are talented. Oh, I mean, they're, they're so very talented. talented. Yeah, they're very talented. So I want to do something with them and, um, you know, help them. They're also doing, uh, you know, homeschooling. And, I mean, they're great people, and, you know, they're very thankful, and they thank God for what they've, they have and what they're doing. And, and so, yeah, they're just they're they're great to be behind uh, i mean and i'm saying behind them literally behind them i want to help them as well and i mean you you saw dj dj mm-hmm. easy yeah. i mean easy fresh he's it was amazing to have him he was 11 he's 11 years old <laughs> and he rocked that room <laughs> like an adult who's been doing this their entire life he was I 11 how does he know all that music and that's the part of of spiritually that connection that place of being in there for him to be 11 and and make the room flow and and one person can change an entire room. It only takes one person to change the atmosphere. It takes one person to decide to do something to make a change. It takes one person. It does, sometimes it, you can build it and, and, be, and make it become a village if you like, but it takes only one person to decide to do something good or bad. And this young kid at 11 changed the atmosphere of that room into the great, you know, amazing place and party to be. Well, he set the stage for your birthday, that's for sure, because when he came up <laughs> and you saw this little body that created that, you were like, no way. <laughs> exactly. No exactly. way. He, really? At first you thought, no, that couldn't be. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and he held a presence that is so beyond his years. And Absolutely. his heart was just wide open. And Absolutely. he opened the door for you, and you did your thing, and your family did your thing, and your friends did your thing, and Kat did her thing, and oh, my God. <laughs> we had a blast. 
It was so much fun. And so we'll be right back with more Sheila E. And we're going to talk to her more about her book and some of her musical influences and all of her amazing experiences in the music industry and her life in general. And she's such an inspiration to us. So check her out at SheilaE.com and take a look at all the different things that she's up to. As uh, the LA Times told us on November 11th that she is one of the world's best ever in terms of drummers, and she was number six on their list. I kind of put her at number one. So, all right, we'll be right back with more Sheila E. right here on Making Life Brighter Radio. (laughs) Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Making Life Brighter, your health and healing resource. With 20 years of successful healing, medical intuitive Winifred Adams has assisted thousands of people with their health and emotional well-being, including a celebrity clientele. An expert in emotional healing and body system health, Winifred specializes in emotional trauma and hard-to-solve cases. An official guide to John of God, Winifred works with people from all over the world to facilitate optimum health. Visit MakingLifeBrighter.com for more information and a discount off your first session. Appointments available in person or by Skype. Journey to John of God for healing with your guide, medical intuitive Winifred Adams. Experience healing with the world's most revered transmedium, John of God. Witness incredible healings, visit the sacred waterfall, and experience the heart-opening wonders of the Casa de Dominacio in Brazil. For more information, visit MakingLifeBrighter.com. Tune in and visit the archived shows to learn of the miraculous healing with John of God. Special offer when you mention you heard it on the Health and Wellness Channel. See the website for details, www.makinglifebrighter.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Health & Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. This is Winifred Adams with Making Life Brighter Radio, and we've been talking to the one and only Miss Sheila E. here, and we've been introducing you to her great new book, which you must go out and get. Uh, the Beat of My Own Drum is the name of it, and she's got her latest album, which was also simultaneously inspired by the book writing, and that's called Icon, which is available on iTunes worldwide. But if you go to her website and you buy the book, you can get it signed and autographed by Sheila E. if you go and buy it through her website. So check out SheilaE.com, and she has a new surprise coming up for all her fans out there worldwide and all the people that will become new fans after reading her book and listening to this. She has a new club in L.A. When is that opening, Sheila? Uh, That opens January 30th. So January 30th and 31st, I will open the club with my band. All right. Um, Yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. It's called the E-Spot Lounge. It's in Studio City on Tahunga, uh, which is really close. The, the, The 
next corner the would be more park so Tahunga more park um but it's called the e spot lounge and it's actually a part of a restaurant an italian restaurant that's there it's called vitello's restaurant that has been there for a long time great food they just re redid the the room the atmosphere is great wonderful food two good guys matt and brad they're amazing um they've done a great job and now i'm going to be a part of that family and it's uh, we're going to have a lounge in the back and as well as a uh, a club upstairs where people will perform. Um, besides myself playing next week, Friday and Saturday, which is the 30th and 31st, uh, it'll be every Sunday we'll have gospel brunch from 12 to 3. But this Sunday is, will, will be our first gospel brunch, but we'll also roll into a, you know, the Super Bowl party, the, the Super Day, the game day party. Um, so I'll be there, but we will also have on Mondays, there's a lot of, uh, like Broadway cabaret. Tuesdays is open to, there's many great artists performing on Tuesdays. <clears throat> um, on right. Wednesday, this February is... 4th, my dad plays the P.S. Cavito Orchestra, Latin Jazz Orchestra, but every Wednesday, he'll play every six weeks or so, but every Wednesday, it will be Pete Escovito Presents, so it'll be like Justo Amadio, Oscar Cataya, uh, Larry Campbell. Uh, there's a lot of great smooth jazz, Latin jazz, Brazilian, uh, Afro-Cuban, Luis Conte. Uh, there's a lot of great bands that are playing on Wednesdays. Um, Thursdays, we'll be starting at 7 o'clock. We will have uh, uh, salsa dance teachers uh, teaching salsa, and then at 8 o'clock, we'll be live salsa band dancing on, on the floor, which is amazing. I know I'll be there every Thursday that I'm not home. Uh, I mean, that I'm home, I'll be there, uh, not on the road, uh, and we'll have uh, dancing, salsa band, and uh, DJ. Friday and Saturdays are also for big uh, artists as well. Uh, we have Ozo Motley on February 6th, which is awesome. Um, variety of different artists on Sunday as well. We have uh, Christian McBride coming in, uh, uh, Hiroshima. We have... Uh, Let's see, uh, Larry Campbell, I said Pete Escovito. Um, we're going to have Sinbad. We're going to have comedy as well. Kim Whitley, Sinbad, Mark Curry. Um, there's so many great artists and people that are coming to perform. Uh, Keiko Matsui. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So we're very excited about all of uh, the artists that that are coming to, um, you know, come and play at the club. So. Please That's check. amazing. But, That's like having your own home, and everybody's just going to come in and keep playing. Yeah, it's kind of how it feels, and that's what I want it to be. We want it to feel like you're at, at my house hanging out in the living room like we used to do back in the day and would just be a big old jam session, a concert, and, and also mm. there's food, so you can order food and drinks, and there'll be a, a large bar downstairs if you want to hang out and not be upstairs, but it's pretty amazing. We're really excited about it. So right now, since we're just starting, but it'll you, you'll find the e-spot lounge if not you can go to vitello's restaurant on tahunga vitello's restaurant on tahunga and you'll see my icon the the e-spot lounge and you can buy tickets as of right now all right so everybody needs to go out and get tickets and check out the e-spot and sheila e this weekend and then uh will you be performing there ongoing uh, off and on, I'll be there a lot, in and out. I, of course, i got to go make a living, and I have to go. <laughs> and not I don't have to, I want to, and I love going <laughs> yeah. and touring Fabulous. and playing for people all over the world. So I do have tours uh, booked for this year, but I will be at the E-Spot 
uh, more often than none. <laughs> right on. And if you didn't get your book signed and you didn't buy it through her website, bring it with you and you might you might find her and she might sign it there for you. You know, I have to say a special thank you because I bought that book and then I went back one day and it was before your birthday and I was getting uh, my mail and along came this vinyl record. I was so shocked and so uh, I texted Ia and I said, what's this? And she said, oh, Merry Christmas. And I I just tears started streaming down me, and I, I'm standing Aww. there in the, the postal annex, and they're looking at me like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, I can't speak. You have no idea. This is such a gift. And so I sat there for like five more minutes. I'm like, okay, not many things really rock my world, but this one really took me by surprise, and thank you so much. You're that was welcome. just beautiful. Because, you know, the first time I saw you, you were playing at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse, New York with Prince, and... That changed my world. That that was amazing. That was such an amazing concert. And you've had such a history in playing with with him and with Marvin Gaye and with Lionel Richie. And I wanted to ask you, who's one of your greatest inspirations in music? Who's your hero? My dad. Uh. <laughs> yeah, hands down. Yeah? Hands down. My dad, musical inspiration. Even my mom. Mom sings and plays a little bit. And I mean, I think uh, <clears throat> in growing up... In this crazy family that I've grown up in, uh, you know, Moms is always the one who wanted to entertain. Even though Pops was the musician, Moms is the one, like, okay, let's get on the floor. Let's start dancing. Let's do James Brown. Let's do Supreme Temptations. Let's uh, play piano. Let's do, I mean, she's the one who's, you know, but, I mean, musically, my dad and my mom, if I had to pick, it's hard to pick one. It's really both of them. That's amazing. Can you believe that you started out, as the girl with the dream, and then you you created the dream, and you continue to create the dream in the front, in the back. You've made it to the White House. And I remember watching that on TV, and I thought, wow, that is so cool. And, you know, I've thought about that performance many times. And then when I read that in the book, I'm like, no, that's pretty wild, because I actually think about that performance periodically when you were in 2009 at the White House. Yeah. And that's just, what's it like for you to get to that place, too? I mean, you've played to people all around the world, but... Uh, It was pretty emotional um, because, you know, Barack Obama... I had met him before he was president uh, at NAACP Awards, and I played a show there, and he was in the audience. Um, But to to be there at the time that he he was president, it was his first term, my dad and I, as soon as we walked on the grounds, we just started crying. It was very emotional. Uh, We were happy to be there. Um, you know, it was the people that he was bringing into the White House are, uh, you know, a lot of us who never thought we would be able to go there as many times as we have to frequent the, the, uh, the White House as we have, um, He's changed the face, and like you say, it's like coming into our living room, and that's how the president wanted it to be, and the first lady, for people to come in and enjoy and experience and be a part of. It's not like they are the they are the president and the first lady, and and there's no connection, and there's a disconnect or a gap. There, uh, they we. We are all people. They are people. We are people. Right and it's, on. it's yeah. one, it's one thing. And, and, and I've never experienced that with any other president. I've been there a couple of other times before, but not in this way and not in this capacity. And to be able to be a part of his team, um, well, that's such a it, gift. It was, it, was, it was just amazing. Yeah, it really was. It was amazing. I, I can't say thank you enough. This has been such a pleasure to have you here. And, 
It's been just a wonderful gift. Sheila E. is our inspiration from the inside out all over the globe and with all of her music, which touches your heart and soul. You can check it out at SheilaE.com. You can get her new book, Beat of My Own Drum, and her new album, Icon, and you can check out the e-spot. Sheila, you're a gift to us. Thank you so very much for coming, and tell us what makes your life brighter. God. (laughs) Uh, Amen to that. Thank you so much. This has been a gift. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us each week at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.